Hey guys, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I don't know. Um, I did watch the most recent episode of Only Murders in the Building. It was great. If you work out, there's a bit Oliver said, and I giggled as I was working out and riding my bike. Um, we also met Lucy. This isn't giving anything away because we see a young woman in the ad for this season. And also, if you use Google or go on IMDb, it says who this person is playing. So we met Lucy. Um, that podcast will come out either like Thursday or Friday because I have to go back, rewatch it, and take notes. Andy will love that. He hates it, but whatever. Um, this is not his podcast. I did put a question out on what everyone's like favorite musical was I got a few responses and I did have like a couple conversations with people and um all different answers and they were all answers that um I had expected seen and own the music to or bought the music to most of them I did lose some of them because I've gotten a new laptop and phone so like some of it didn't carry over I don't know why it's really dumb I hate it I'll have to ask my friend Brian for that, um, what is it, flash drive that has the music on it so I can take the select albums that I am missing. I'll post a picture of all the ones that came to my mind and all the ones that have stars on. I have the music to or had the music to. Um, and this will all come full circle as to why I posted this question. Um, but the first musical that comes to my mind that I love and I still watch, if it's on TV, I'll watch it. It's like a four-hour movie when it's on TV, is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I vividly remember watching this as a child. We had it on VHS, and it's so long that there's an intermission, and it was on two VHS tapes. Um, it was one of Hollywood's, like, last big musicals that they did um it came out in 1968 um it stars the legend dick van dyke also starts sally ann house she plays truly scrumptious i wanted to be truly scrumptious um my dream car is chitty chitty bang bang like, other people are like, oh, I want this type of car. I want that type of car. I want this truck. I want, I want Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, Peter Jackson, the director of Lord of the Rings, King Kong, The Hobbit, um, he owns one of them. And, like, as sad as I am, I'm glad that he does. I think I've mentioned that before on this podcast. But I don't know if anyone's ever seen it. Um, only a select few people I know have seen it. The scariest person ever is in that film. The child catcher. If you know, you know. Um, if not, I'll find a clip and I'll post it. And you'll be like, yeah, that's a thing of nightmares. Um, Gert Forb is in it. He was in a James Bond film, Goldfinger. And funny enough, 
James Bond, the creator, Ian Fleming, also wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So it's like full circle. Pretty sure my dad probably showed me this film when I was a child because he loves like or I don't know if he loves James Bond, but he really liked James Bond. So it's probably how I saw it, um, which then, you know, led me to posting this question. I did get some answers. And from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, like we've all probably seen Mary Poppins. Dick Van Dyke was also in it. And also with the queen icon legend, um, Julie Andrews. Amazing. Who was then in this one that I did get a response for. Sound of Music. Amazing. Um, pretty sure we've all seen Sound of Music. I don't get why uh, Favorite Things is now a Christmas song. Because in the movie, it's not like it takes place during Christmas. Because then I would understand, like, oh, it's a Christmas song. Let's put it on a Christmas album. It's, like, very recently. Like, Kelly Clarkson had it on a Christmas album. I think Leah Michelle, who is now in, what is that, Funny Girl on Broadway. She's replacing Beanie Feinstein. I'm sure I said her last name wrong. I apologize. On Broadway. Um, I'm pretty sure she did it on a Christmas album. I don't get why. But whatever. Some other classic musicals that I really like. Um, I also vividly remember watching this one as a child. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And specifically the one with Donny Osmond. I think I got a, the VHS from like one of my aunts. Side note, most of my family is like religious. So they probably sent it thinking us thinking like oh my god they'll get into religion no I got into musicals I will only learn about religion if um, someone is going to sing it to me and I've seen Jesus Christ Superstar I watched the like NBC version um, I only have one song from that play but I do own the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat soundtrack with Johnny Osmond and I'm pretty sure I also have like the Blu-ray somewhere I will only watch it and listen to it if Donny Osmond is in it. I would love a revival tour with Donny in that role. Which then can lead us to another one. Oh, the Book of Mormon. Because Donny Osmond is Mormon. And um, I've never seen Book of Mormon. But I've listened to that soundtrack many a times. And I love it. I love it. Um, I dated a person who became a Mormon and he was asking me if I knew anything about Mormonism and I told him the story about Joseph and the Mason Technicolor Dreamcoat and he was like how do you know this and I was like Donny Osmond shouldn't you know that because I feel like Donny Osmond's the savior in Mormonism I, I 100% could be wrong and I probably am but then like Book of Mormon kind of goes over how Mormonism came about because Jesus came over and like baptized the Native Americans. You know, you know, makes sense. We get it. Um, and then for other ones I saw when I was younger, I think that's really it. And then it wasn't until like middle school, high school, I really got into musicals. Um, Little Shop of Horror, which brings it full circle. Um, Steve Martin was in the theatrical release. He played the dentist. Ivan, maybe, was his name in Little Shops of Horror. I am not 100% sure, 
I'll also look that up right now. But that's a great one. Man-eating plant. Um, I did see that in New Hampshire, Prescott Park. They would do musicals every summer. Don't know if they've brought them back since the panini has kind of died down. But I've seen it and it was great. Um, and then I love Annie. That just came back to me. I loved Annie because of that. I really wanted, um, red curly hair. Why? I don't know, but I, I really wanted red curly hair and I wanted to sing, um, neither I am blessed with, or I like to think I can sing, but I can't. Steve Martin played Oren Scrivelio. He played a dentist and he sings a song about being a dentist and how it's like the perfect job for him. Um, I think it's available to watch at bravotv.com. Hashtag not sponsored. But it's it's worth seeing if you have Rick Moranis is in it. Bill Murray's in it. There's a lot of like big stars in it in small roles. It's just it's so good. Um, I did mention Annie. An answer I got from one of my best friends was Sweeney Todd. And I love Sweeney Todd. I've never seen the original. I've only seen the Johnny Depp version with Helen Boehm Carter. Um, Have that soundtrack. Mm. Most of these plays I hear a song at least once a day from. Because that's how I have a whole musical playlist. I can create a whole musical playlist. I think you can do it on Spotify. But I can do that if you want it. Just let me know. I'll do I will do it. I um the same friend who told me about Sweeney Todd finds it like odd that that's what I would listen to at the gym. I'd be getting a full pump on, running cardio, you know, and listening to musicals. And she's like, I don't get how you do it. And I'm like, don't worry about it. But there are a lot of like upbeat musicals. And if not upbeat, they have songs that are upbeat. And then after my mom mentioned Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That's a great film. Um, it's about a trans woman in what Eastern Germany during the Cold War era. And um, she gets it cut off to come to America to marry an American armed force guy. I, I'm not sure what part of the armed forces he's in. I saw the clip of Origin of Love, which is a great song. It's, it really makes you think. I saw it in my introduction to philosophy class. And after that, obviously, I purchased a song. Obviously, I watched the movie. It's so good. I can't think of the actor that I think he created the play movie. But he came back to Broadway with it and like a ton of people have played the part the guy John Cameron Mitchell he um he resurrected it on Broadway and then like Neil Patrick Herrick, Harris has played the role Tay Diggs has played the role and I think Tay Diggs was the first like African American man to play it which is pretty sweet which will bring me to another play in a minute um Rent, which Tay Digg was in the original production of Rent, and then in the film, which came out when I was in high school, fell in love with that, 
great film. I have not watched the Tick, Tick, Boom movie on Netflix about the guy who wrote Rent. I'll get around to it. I promise. Maybe. Um, Love Rent. We've all heard that one song about minutes and love and whatever, which then we can roll into the show Wicked that Adina Menzel is in and those two were married and those two were both in Rent and that's how they met. They're no longer together, but they met on Rent and she was in Wicked, which I believe like probably shot her into superstardom with another queen icon legend, Kristen Chenoweth. Uh, love her. Watch Pushing Daisies. Great show. Sad it's over. But I've never seen Wicked, but I bought the soundtrack. Um, they're making a movie. Ariana Grande, I think, is Glenda. And I, I'm so glad I have my phone right next to me. And another woman is playing... Um, Alphaba Cynthia Ervo. I will probably see both movies because they're splitting it into two, I guess. Um, I'll probably watch it, see it, love it. I really hope they put like Adita Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth in it somehow because that would be like a cute little nod to both the actresses that have like propelled those roles. Um, another. Oh no, I did see it. I saw Kinky Boots on PBS. They every so often PBS will show like random musicals on TV. I recorded it. That's such a good one. I love that soundtrack. It's also very well done. I've seen the movie that Kinky Boots is based off of. The original movie that Kinky Boots is based off of is not a musical. Uh, Nick Frost is in it. But that's a great film. Great message behind it. Love it. Again, I need to ask my friend Brian for that like zip drive so I can get these albums back. What? I have a long list here, so give me a moment. Hairspray. I love Hairspray. I think I saw it with my best friend Joe in high school because I went to Lemonster to see it and he lives out there. So I think that's where I saw it. I asked him and he's like, I saw it in three to three times. So yeah, it was probably me you saw it with. And then I asked him what his favorite musical was. Um, he said Legally Blonde. And I was like, yes, love that. Um, you can YouTube it and there are bits of it. Like MTV showed it years ago. But you can watch like the whole thing in its entirety from clips on YouTube. It was hosted by LC from Laguna Beach or The Hills. I don't know which one she was on at the time. But that's a that's a great soundtrack. Also have that one. Um, and then I asked him and he said, or Cabaret. I'll admit I've never seen Cabaret. I know Liza Minnelli is in it, who's also the daughter of uh, Judy Garland, who was in The Wizard of Oz, which is another great musical. Like, all these come full circle. And... Um, can't say I've seen Cabaret. I'm sure I could find it and watch it. Maybe I'll do that one day. Today is not that day. And then talking with a girl at work, she had mentioned Greatest Showman. I love, I was about 30 seconds into that opening scene of Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. 
and I bought the soundtrack. I saw Hugh, Hugh Jackman, I think was the last concert I saw before the world shut down in the Panini. Um, great show. I did not know that you could tap dance to AC's, DC's um, Thunderstruck. I'll post a clip from that concert. Wild. He's also a great singer. I don't think people realized that's where he got his really big start is playing the Man of Oz on Broadway. Another musical. Never seen it. But I think that's like what got him into showbiz and then obviously playing, you know, Wolverine. And then um, Hamilton. How can we forget Hamilton? Um great i've listened to that so many times i've watched it on disney plus i was really excited when it came to disney plus my boyfriend hates it because whenever anyone is mentioned i'll start singing songs from it and he'll just look at me and just say please don't but i go you know you want it and then just start singing songs from it he knows he wants to learn like it's educational it's an educational musical. What? Why not? Why don't you want to listen to me sing about our founding fathers? I mean, I get why, but like, come on. Come on. Um, another play I've never seen, but I have the two soundtracks available to it are six. I have the live Broadway version, and then I have, like, the in-studio recorded version. They are both so good. I love Six because um, I love Henry VIII, and it's about his six wives. So it's, like, slightly educational. They don't really deep dive into it, and they kind of, like, mull over the women empowerment that, like, each woman kind of brought to England. And without... um. And why can't I think of her last name? Anne Boleyn. Oh, my God. I think I just had, like, heat stroke. Anne Boleyn, America wouldn't be here. Or, the, you know, like, the ideas of America. Because, like, she was like, yo, if you join Protestantism, you can, like, get divorced. But that that's another story for another day. There are other podcasts on it. But looking at my list, I did not mention what I wanted to mention about Hairspray. So there was the theatrical version released and like John Travolta was in it. John Voight was in it. Zac Efron was in it, who was also in The Greatest Showman. Very nice to look at in both those films. Um, Amanda Bynes was in it. And that was just the theatrical version. Well, NBC did a live version and I recorded it at one point and I was going to watch it, but it was three hours and had commercials. Or no, I did not record it. It was on demand and it was like three hours and I would have to sit through commercials. Did not watch it. But this also relates to, you know, what I mainly cover. Well, what it seems like I mainly cover recently. Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short was in that. He played um, Mr. Turnblatt. And um, if it's available on Peacock, maybe I'll go back and watch it. Yes, I have commercials on Peacock. But, like, I'll just pick a good day and just sit on my butt for three hours and watch it. I feel like it'd really be worth it. Um, Martin Short has done other Broadway work. I don't think he's done necessarily musicals on Broadway. I don't know. But, like, 
maybe i know he and steve do a show and there's probably singing at some point because steve plays instruments marty does play the piano i think i've heard that somewhere or he told a story about it i don't know but he was in nbc's live version of hairspray and speaking of nbc and live versions um they did peter pan i did not watch that i do own both the movie and the soundtrack to Peter Pan with Kathy Rigby, iconic. Um, it was on Netflix at one point. I don't think it is anymore, but I got it for Christmas. I've actually seen her in that role at the local theater in the next town over. We saw it. I think I got tickets for Christmas. It was amazing. She was amazing as Peter Pan. Um, I don't get why NBC didn't offer her the role when they did it live because, duh. Um, I think that almost hits all the musicals, maybe, that, like, I've seen and have the music to. I'll post the photo. And then, like I said, I have, like, little stars next to the ones that I have the music to. Just some honorable mentions. I saw the new West Side Story that um, Steven Spielberg directed. It was great. Um, I did talk about this. Mama Mia. I was talking to my friend from work and she's like, you know what one I love? Mamma Mia. And I was like, no, you don't. She's like, yeah, I do. I go, no, you love ABBA is what you're saying. If you love Mamma Mia, you love ABBA. Because I'm pretty sure Mama's Mia was written for ABBA music. They heard this, you know, CD vinyl when it came out and they were like, oh my God, let's make a play. And they did. They made Mamma Mia. And she was like, oh, I didn't realize that was ABBA. Who's ABBA? And then I felt old. Mind you, she's only a couple years younger than me, but like Abba's been around for a while, like ever. They came out in the 70s when I believe this show came out in the 70s. And she's like, I love the movie. I love Meryl Street. And I was like, oh, this is another conversation for another day. But if you like Mamma Mia, you're just saying you like Abba and that's fine and that's okay. Which then all these can like, just have great transition to other um, musicals. Les Mis. I saw the musical Les Mis. I think I saw it on demand or I rented it. I don't know, but I saw I didn't see it in theaters. It was good. Um, I've seen the non-musical versions with like Goffrey Rush. PBS did a miniseries and they did multiple parts and it had... um. Lily Collins playing Cassette. Is that the woman's name? She played the same role that Anne Hathaway played in Les Mis. And I thought Lily Collins' version was better because with PBS, they do it in multiple parts. So um, they can cover more of the roles, not the roles more of the details that go with the roles. Fantine. Anne Hathaway and Lily Collins both played Fantine. And um, I thought Lily Collins, her portrayal of it was did better because like they shaved the girl's head, they pulled out her teeth, and then she gets, you know, tuberculosis, consumption, whatever you want to call it, and she died. It was, I thought she did a great job. And then Anne Hathaway in the movie you know, she's singing her song, 
whatever it is. She gets her head shaved. They never pull her teeth. So she's singing with these like beautifully white teeth. She's thin. She's frail. And she's, you know, dying, you know, doing her street work, selling her body. And like I watched that scene and I know people who are like, oh, my God, it was so moving. I cried. It was great. I didn't. I was like, wow, I'm glad it's over because good. And Anne Hathaway is a great actress. I just liked Lily Collins' portrayal better in the non-musical version that was on PBS. Thought Hugh Jackman did a great job. He can sing. He can dance. Again, this leads back to The Greatest Showman, his work from Man on Oz that got him to where he is today. I thought he did a great job. Um, Amanda Sifri, who played Cossette, Mamma Mia, thought she did a great job too another person I was um, I don't get why they casted him Russell Crowe he should stick to the dramatic roles but maybe not the singing talking he was doing because I didn't I didn't really like that um, I did rewatch it recently when I was donating platelets and let's all do our part and let's donate plate and it's in blood. It's always need it. You, they always have good snacks at the Red Cross. You always get a fun little treat when you leave. Um, they have access to Netflix if you're doing it. So you can like watch TV shows. And because it's a two and a half hour movie, I was like, let's watch Lee Miz. Um, I feel like it almost made it more painful donating platelets, rewatching Lee Miz than if I had just watched literally anything else um but that that was all right um i can see why anne hathaway won the oscar for her role but i like the pbs version but i think hugh jackman should have won the oscar i'm pretty sure he was nominated he should have won um which then like this is the final one i'll go over and it's the i think it was like a friday like TGIF Friday movie that ABC used to do. And they just need to get the two record labels to fucking release it. And that is Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella, but specifically the one with Brandy and Whitney Houston. It is probably my favorite version of Cinderella. And it is the best soundtrack ever. If you talk to anyone, I think that has seen that version, they'll agree and they need to release that soundtrack. It is so good. And it is such a stacked movie. You have Victor Garber, who was also in the TGIF ABC remake of Annie. I have that soundtrack and movie as well. Again, awful circle. We love this. Um, He played... Prince Charming's father and then Whoopi Goldberg played Prince Charming's mother and they had a very handsome Asian son it was a very diverse cast which I feel like looking back was probably shocking for its day and age and then Brandy played the lead role of Cinderella and then Bernadette Peters played the evil stepmother and she had her two daughters and then Whitney Houston played the fairy godmother and um again i just need this soundtrack released i need it i want it it's what the people need i feel like it could help heal america in this hellscape that we're currently living in 
I know you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. I do watch it quite frequently. I remember, I think it was on BET, maybe four years ago. Um, they did a re-airing of it, and I recorded it on my um, cable box, and I still have it. And I would go back and watch it that way and just have to fast forward through the commercials. But then when, like, Disney Plus came out and they started releasing stuff, they released Cinderella. I watched it, I believe, the day it came out. And I love Cinderella. I love the animated version from the 50s or 60s, whenever that came out. The Lily James version that came out a few years ago, that one was also really good. You know, Kate Blanchett, love her. Um, but the Brandy Whitney Houston one is, I think, one of the best, the best versions out there. Jason Alexander's also in it. That's also really great. Um, but Disney needs to get both like Whitney Houston's record label and Brandy's record label to just like get together, sit down, figure it out and just release it. Just release it. Even if it's a limited time, like they just within the last two years released like the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack and I bought that. So like, why can't you do that with the Cinderella? It would, it would probably hit number one on the charts. I know so many people who would buy it. I, I clearly want it. A lot of people want it and they just, they just need to do it. And, um, I think with that, I'm just, I'm going to end it. I'm going to end the podcast right here. Thank you for listening and going on this wild journey with me through all the musicals that I've listened to, owned, watch, and love. Um, I'll post the little like list that I've made and I think I've hit every single one on the list and then I've mentioned ones that I did not list because they just came to me while I was doing this but if you want to leave a comment on like your favorite musical even if it's just like one song from a musical that you love I get it um you can comment on it and you can follow the show at something.about.podcast on Instagram. You can follow myself on Instagram, schleyguy, and that's schley, S-C-H-L-E-Y underscore guy, also on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, the same name, but there's no underscore between schleyguy. Um, if you could rate, like, and review this podcast, that would be awesome and amazing. Um share it with everyone you know you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and there was one more thing i forget now but thank you for listening around thursday or friday i will be dropping episode four of only murders in the building and that's all i hope you all have a great day thank you all i'm saying is